Hello, hello. Welcome, Lamos, to the Lane Book Club podcast. I am Melissa. And I'm Ellie. And we are here with our very first episode. Very excited. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our first one. <laughs> um, let's, do you want to just like jump right in? Oh, yeah, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Let's start. Well, hold on. Rewind. Um, we are gonna, we thought about doing like a summary of the book and then started recording and then realized that it was just like a retelling of the book and we decided not to do that. So we want to, like, obviously we'll go over the book, but this won't be as fun to listen to if you haven't already read it. So if you haven't already read the first, what, 20 chapters, I believe is what we're doing today, right? Of the first book? Uh, I thought it was one through 21, but it seems you've... Yeah, it's okay. okay. One through 20. One through 20. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you haven't already read the first 20 cha- uh, chapters of A Court of Thorns and Roses and you want to before you listen to this, I would suggest stopping now. Um, we're mostly just going to be having a conversation about what happened. So I guess there will be some retelling of it. But, anyways, I guess I know that we already had a spoiler alert, but I'm going to do another one spoiler alert if you haven't already read it and you want to come back later. Um, for those of you that have or don't care, um, we're going to just go ahead. We'll start. We're trying to do it, I guess, in like chronological order. But Yeah, um, for sure. But I, I do want to start with a general question. Yeah. Do you think this book was worth all the hype that it's been getting on TikTok and Instagram and across the world? 1,000%. In <laughs> Good answer. my humble opinion, I, no, I agree. think it deserves more. I'm surprised that I guess a lot. Of, I mean, I realize a lot of people are talking about it, but I'm surprised it took me so long to hear about it. Did it take I, you long? I mean, you were the one who told me about it. I had never heard of it before you said something. Really? Well, I guess to be fair, I'm also newer to the book world and specifically high true, fantasy. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I had never even I guess when you you had said something to me and, you know, I guess it's one of those things where once you hear it or like see something you start paying more attention to it you had said something about the books and how they were like the best books you've ever read and then I was like okay gonna tuck that away for a rainy day like (laughs) but also realizing I probably I I knew myself I was like I'm not actually gonna read these Mm -hmm. but then I saw them at Target one day and I was like oh I think these are the books that Ellie was talking about because I was with my mom and I was telling her and then Mm -hmm. but then I forgot about it again (laughs) and then eventually I actually started reading them (laughs) and then I read all of them in like three weeks and couldn't put them down (laughs) yeah yeah I had a friend tell me about them I think I think I saw like a mix on Instagram and thought doesn't seem too bad but I've been reading fantasy for a while so it was like all right the next read but I had a friend I told her I was gonna read these and she said um don't ever take advantage of the fact that you get to read these for the first time because you will yes. never get to read these for the first time again. So just really go into it, savoring every single word. And so I'm like, that's a heavy, it's a heavy <laughs> High thing to say now. to me. Yeah. So I did, I went into it with that and I loved it. It was so good. Oh yeah. I'm forever grateful that mm-hmm. you told me to read these. I, I know I've mentioned this to you before, but I just want to say it here in case anyone else like, sympathizes or even agrees I feel like it took me so long to jump into like high fantasy and things of like books it it just I guess honestly just fantasy in general but because of the cover art I just feel like I don't that's insane to me that's insane (laughs) no it's not it's marketing that's the whole what is what marketing is I agree (laughs) but they're so I feel like all the books are so good. Like they're well, so well okay, designed. That's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about these, but well, you didn't let me finish. Okay, the Court of Thorns and Roses are different. Those ones didn't look like high fantasy. And so that's why I was like, oh, okay. But yeah. I also have seen copies. I don't know. I haven't looked too much into it. I don't know if these are like the original editions or if they're just like special editions, but I have seen some versions of this book that look very high fantasy to me. And I'm but have just you never heard not a don't fan. judge a book by its cover? I, mean, I have. And have you ever met anyone that actually lives by that? Okay. So honestly, <laughs> um, no, because to some extent <laughs> when I was in my graphic design um, job, uh, when I started freelancing, I created a website for myself and my slogan was, let's be honest, we all judge a book by its cover. So make sure your cover's good. <laughs> okay. So it's true. your own advice. Anyways, I just feel like, I don't know. Cause like I'm thinking about like what to read next 
like when I'm done with the series that I'm on mm-hmm. right now. And I just like I need personal recommendations because if I'm just looking at a book, I, even though I know yes. this like hack in my head, if I'm just looking at it, I'm like, this book's gonna suck. Yeah, I don't really know why I think that just because of the font or like no, the, absolutely. The and that- I think that's like a huge part of why I also wanted to do this podcast is because yeah. unless I have personal referrals and yeah. I have a little snippet of oh that book sounds really good more than just the back cover summary. Mm-hmm. I want to know what what small details without completely spoiling it which we probably will if you're really listening in on this podcast <laughs> but without completely spoiling it I want to know what's what's it all about like right now I'm reading yeah. Outlander because I just watched the show and I'm like well there's got to be more in the book that details oh, yeah. more but now I I know the gist of it and I know yeah. it's good so I want to read the book too true those mm-hmm. isn't that like three books or how many books is Outlander I don't Am know I way off but it looks really long I don't know yeah it's a big book I, I don't know if well because I looked into reading it but then I was on Libby and I typed it in and like they didn't have the original one wasn't available, but that they had yeah. like spinoffs. But after reading the description, it sounds like what happens in the show. So I didn't know if the show involves more of more than I don't know. It's pretty right so far. It's pretty detailed to the show. Like the show follows along really well, but that's not what you're, we're here for. You're right. So. I'm getting I could talk forever <laughs> about random stuff. So let's let's jump in to the questions about A Court of Thorns and Roses. Um Okay, starting with the first one. Very, very opening of the book. What was your first impression of the main character, Feyre, and her family and her town? I think I've said this before to you, but I think for all the girls that read The Hunger Games and Divergent, like welcome back from your 10-year sabbatical (laughs) of reading because this starts off very Hunger Games to the point where I was like, am I just reading another one of these? Which I'm not that upset because that was a great book. But Feyre is... They're, they all live in this really poor, destitute yep. town. They're poor. They live in this little cottage. It's completely run down. She has um, sisters that she has to take care of. She's the youngest. So I guess she's, that's a little bit different than Hunger Games, but a little bit. But she's out there hunting, agreed, and trying to you know provide yeah. for her family. So what do you think? She has one parent who is like not fully there. Yes, <laughs> her dad's there, but like not. Yeah, doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I I didn't get that connection initially, but probably because I never read the books. I only ever watched the movies growing up. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. It took me, I had like had to set the book down and restart it probably like three times before I like actually kept going. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion or not, but just that initial like first start of it, I'm just like, man, this is sad. And, like, and she jumped right away into, like, explaining what Faye and, like, the, like, difference between, like, the human world and the, fair, like, Faye world and uh, Prithian and, like, all that stuff. And I, again, just, like, this being my first high fantasy book, I was, like, yeah, what did you tell me to read, Ellie? No, <laughs> kind I, of in the back of my head. <laughs> I tell my husband all the time, when I first start books, it's discipline. And yep. from the probably halfway point to the end that's when it's enjoyment but it is well, always I such a struggle it. i definitely enjoyed it before the halfway point that's but good. it it i think i reread the first four chapters like three times and then i was like okay i'm gonna commit to this and then <laughs> after like a little bit longer it got it got a lot better but yeah i didn't i mean obviously you're not gonna quite understand everything from the get-go but it did um i didn't totally understand why Elaine was so close with Nesta in the beginning and not as much with Feyre. Yeah, um, her sisters. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. I guess I should have. I, I figured anyone listening to this point probably has read the book. <laughs> I know. It's very popular. You should read it. Um, yeah, I I didn't understand that either. And also, it just gives off right from the bat. It kind of lets you know Nesta's super rude and Elaine yeah. is pretty sweet. weak, but sweet. Well, yeah, so like I understood why she wanted to protect Elaine, but I didn't quite understand the like it felt like the wall that was between Feyre and the other two. Like it was them and her and then her dad. That's kind of like and I yeah. I, I mean that's what is how you're supposed to feel and I just didn't I was kind of getting irritated reading it. I'm like why isn't this middle sister nicer to Feyre? Like why does she just like submit to everything like and Nessa's a jerk why is she just like let her be that way if she's actually this nice yeah so I had a hard time with that but um I also 
reading and then when they started talking about like the children of the blessed i was like or the blessed i was like oof i didn't know what direction we were going in with that one <laughs> with that and i was like is this gonna it kind of reminded me of like uh, as if anyone's read dune or watched the movie like kind of reminding i was expecting it to be kind of like the benny jesserit kind of like that i've never first of all never read it second of all i mean hey i don't care it sounds like the most boring book in the entire world I'm not gonna lie. The book is so dry. The book is, re- but the movie is. The movie very good. is so dry. You made me watch it, and I <laughs> absolutely hate it every second. Okay, well, all right. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, looking forward to the next one coming out at the end of this year. <laughs> if anyone's listening to that, shameless plug because this is our first episode, so probably no one. But um, I really enjoyed the movie. Okay, and anyways, wasn't sure what the how how heavy of a storyline that was going to end up being but anyways <laughs> wow all right so um when the first fae appeared what was your reaction are we talking we're talking Farah goes out she kills uh, the hunts. wolf she and then, yeah okay sorry i wasn't well i wasn't sure because i thought you, i wasn't sure if you're talking about the wolf or not oh uh, no 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 I was also super confused about that in the beginning just because I didn't understand high fantasy and uh, like Faye is like a trope. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't get that at first. I thought it was just like, ex- so I felt like there wasn't a ton of explanation on it and now I understand why. But yeah. Anyways. um, Yeah. When that first Faye breaks through the door, when they, it, I had a really hard time picturing what I thought he looked like just because it's so out there. Mm-hmm. like had horns but also looked like a cat but also like a deer like i'm yeah. just like wait <laughs> so i'm gonna back up a little bit so Feyre ends up killing this wolf to feed her family yeah. um and sells the pelt all of that but she was also like this wolf is a little bit bigger than a normal wolf but if it was a fey it would have killed me already mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go for it and she uses an ash arrow which is the only type of arrow that can kill a fey just in case just in she case wasn't sure. she wasn't sure <laughs> So she kills it. Then uh, later, I think it's like later the next evening or that evening, yeah. a big strong man breaks the door. Not who man. Is Faye, male. Creature. Creature. <laughs> breaks the door that's fake. Was he, was he transformed yeah. at that point? No, was he, he the wolf? Like he, that, no, I just, that, no, yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. He was like the cat wolf deer thing. Like, oh, so that's why they have saying- different, um, what do we call that? Like phases. Like they can morph into their creature form or they can be their fae form. They have one of the two. So I think shifting, I don't know if it's the correct term, but that's what I yeah. (laughs) So he breaks in, he uh basically tells her that there's a treaty, so he has to take her with him and she has to live out her days in Prithian, or he's going to what was it, kill her and her family or shred her to ribbons. Yeah. (laughs) So I agree with you. When they first described him, again, obviously I was kind of confused. I didn't remember if he was a creature or if he was fae. But when they went on to describe him later on, I think I told you this. I probably was asleep reading that because (laughs) I'm picturing him as this like large Thanos looking purple guy. I don't know. Like just like not an attractive male, just this really large beastly man. And I'm like, okay. Well, I guess if you think about it, like this is a loose retelling of Beauty and the Beast in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So if you're not paying attention when they're actually explaining what he looks like in his fey form and you know that, I would probably cr- cr- like think of a creature too because that's kind of the storyline. Yeah. yeah. I was not sleeping when I read this. And however, I do have the imagination of a seven-year-old. And so <laughs> even though I know how they explained him, I, I know that this isn't right. When you know how when you just get something in your head and it, it's you just can't like, get can't, it out, yeah. So I know that this is not how it was explained, but I pictured his creature form being like that of a Chinese dragon, <laughs> specifically animated. Yeah, <laughs> and my daughter likes the movie Wish Dragon on Netflix, so kind of looked like Wish Dragon to me. If you, <laughs> you'll have to look that up later, but um. I don't know why. I just pictured him looking like a dragon that's in like a parade where it has like all like 10 people underneath kind of like going like this. Um, Yeah. So that's not at all what he looked like, but that's in my head. That's his creature form forever. Um, 
anyways yep so she and then she obviously chooses to go with him which i thought was smart because i mean it's die later or die now but then if you die later you can try and escape so i mean obviously i understand like that logic yeah um and then but oh but then i thought it was kind of interesting the way she explains how magic smelled like how it smells like copper and it kind of has like a metal yeah it was a bad um smell to them so yeah or like it was how she could smell it like it was really strong Mm -hmm. when she smelled it and i mean it kind of like i imagined it kind of even like tasted like like a a penny i don't know you know like when you get like you tasted pennies well i didn't want to say that i I mean, I was a kid once. Would you never put things in your mouth? I never I put coins in my mouth. <laughs> well, you're better than me, I guess. I don't know. I've tasted metal. <laughs> did you spit it out or did you swallow it? No, I obviously didn't swallow it. I mean, I guess I, I- That's not obvious to me. You're putting <laughs> coins in your mouth. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did not swallow it. I don't even remember why I put it in my mouth. Or but even like when you're holding them, if you ever like get your hands- No, like, I'm never like- you've never tasted- <laughs> You've never tasted metal? <laughs> Anyways, I can relate to Feyre is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> and the the taste and smell. I get it. Okay. Um, little Wait, wait. <laughs> a little sidebar. Did you know that even if you've never like licked the, a specific object, if you look at it, like your brain can connect what your tongue would think the texture feels like. So if you're looking at like a sock in the room, you've never, well, I don't know about you, but I've never licked a sock, but you I've can like. I have never licked a sock, but I've licked like clothes have been in my mouth before. Well, sure. But like picture something you've never licked anything near that, but your brain can tell what it would, what the texture would be. I mean, I what, guess, are you, what are you I'm looking at now? Like <laughs> what, are you, what are you looking at? <laughs> I'm just trying to think. <laughs> something I haven't I don't want this to get weird <laughs> trying, All right. trying to find something I haven't put in my mouth <laughs> so moving on Feyre learns <laughs> that the high fey or the fey that took her is named Tamlin and he's the high lord of the spring court and then she also when he takes her there he essentially tells her hey you are not a slave here you can no. go wherever you want but if you leave but you have to stay in Prithian yeah well yeah stay in prithian but if you leave where he's kind of the high lord of the spring court if you leave that area you're not protected and anything out there will kill you just because you're human and so um it's like the choice is yours right i suggest you stay here kind of um and she also meets lucian which is his emissary Mm -hmm. and he is well okay wait let's backtrack when she gets to um prithian he changes back into his fey form and she see he has like long blonde hair. He has a green and gold mask on, not Thanos looking. I didn't catch and any of this. She I still thought him. he looked like Thanos. She explains him as being like beautiful, mm-hmm. like really good looking, and he's like muscular, big. Yeah, um, but she's and, still absolutely terrified of them. Yeah. Well, and then Lucian has like longer reddish hair. He has a a metal eye or mechanical eye, and one his left eye, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, doesn't he have like a scar on his face too? below that i think so um, sounds right to me but yeah he's like she explained he's a little bit thinner but he's just as tall um mm-hmm. still like built but not just not the same anyways and he is like really snarky and <laughs> right yeah. off the bat yeah he, he was he was mad that she killed their friend and well, yeah tamlin was i feel like more understanding that yeah. she killed him like not understanding but also not like, as obviously angry. not she he was mad enough to like knock down her door and yell murderer and take her with him so like he yeah. clearly cared but it was different like if it, it felt like he got over it really fast yeah for sure yeah um, um okay so how would you feel in her situation um being the main caretaker of her family and then being forced to leave them i would have anxiety <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be really hard i'm trying to think like if like you're the i don't know i guess breadwinner would be like an easy way to explain it in mm-hmm. this like you would think and your then, whole family was gonna die and then yeah like just, they're screwed yeah. they're screwed uh-huh. if you die and they're screwed if you get taken so mm-hmm. like and even though you don't like you have a somewhat rocky relationship with them that doesn't mean that you don't like care about them mm-hmm. and stuff obviously um i was a little surprised though because i felt like the way she explained her sisters and like and her dad and her relationship with all of them 
like obviously she cared about them but it, i was a little surprised at like how hard she was like fighting to get back to them because mm-hmm. i kind of just assumed i guess on a deeper level that she was taking care of them because ultimately she also needed these things yeah she needed food she needed like water like all that stuff so might as well get it for them and not Ooh. that i didn't think that she wouldn't care when she left but yeah. like i was like oh i, I guess it, it for me it clicked like oh you're really doing this all for them you don't it's not about you like mm-hmm. at all. like you really this is the only way you know how to care for them is by taking care of them i feel like you just unlocked like thoughts i've been having but never really like sunk into oh yeah i do agree with that i first of all am one of those people like if you're not gonna help me okay well that's not like <laughs> best thing to say but in this case where she's taking care of them and they're just like give me money you know, yeah. Mm, I'm a tough love person. I don't think so. You better I know. earn it yourself. I mean, it's not even so much that. It's also just like how much, how many chances do you give someone? I right. mean, I feel like a jerk saying this out loud, but I feel like I, I'm hoping other people thought it too. So I don't, I feel better about myself. <laughs> like at some point I'd be like, fine, get your own food. <laughs> like, I don't oh, know. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but I, I think if I was taken, like, especially, you know, family's family. So if I was taken, I would feel very worried that they yeah. were not going to make it oh yeah 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 so. that's true um so i know like she her whole goal is the whole time she's trying to like watch where she's going while he's taking her and and even when she's there like her she's just trying to escape she's like stealing yeah. knives whenever she can to kind of like have because she also doesn't trust anyone there um and she's like trying to like make traps <laughs> and everything mm-hmm. and she's just like She's there, but her, mentally she's still back at home. Right. Um, and she's just, like, doing everything she can. Um, I also felt really bad, like, empathized with her about how she couldn't read or write. So she couldn't send them anything to, like, be like, hey, I'm fine. I'm coming for you. Like, do this, this, and this to survive until I yeah. can get back. Like, well, she and had no way of communicating with them. Tamlin did <laughs> Tamlin did tell her, hey, I'm taking care of your family. Or I don't think he said yeah. I'm taking care of them, but they're well taken they're well care of. They're well cared for is what yeah. he said. So don't worry about it. I wouldn't leave them in desolation. But I think but she, she doesn't just, trust these people. Yeah, so she, she didn't believe him. Yeah. However, <clears throat> she did or was under the impression from like different myths that she had heard growing up that Faye can't lie. So if he's yeah, yeah. saying they're well taken care of for her, she didn't really trust him. But she knew that that meant to some extent, like, they had something. At least, like, whatever she was able to provide for him was replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, because she was under the impression that he couldn't lie, which she does find out very quickly that that's actually not true. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> um, then she's like, how much more have I not yeah. been told that's actually... Like, what is actually, like, what else that have I learned that's not, that's wrong? Oh, yeah. Because, right. I mean, everyone was... I, like the it was very peaceful there she remember like she thought it would be really chaotic and like terrifying and everything and everyone mm-hmm. i mean i think everyone was just as skeptical of her as she was of them but yeah. they were kind like they didn't like obviously like initially yeah, they were civil like, yeah exactly uh-huh. um and then so while she's there they're talking obviously and she learns that just from like talking about magic and stuff she learns that there's a blight that's attacking Prithian and it's like causing their magic to not work the same way or be like weaker and it's causing other fa- fairies, fae mm-hmm. creatures um, that aren't supposed to be in the spring court to be able to like cross borders into the spring court and everything. Um, so that blight adds a twist to her living situation because um, they also mentioned that they don't know how it's going to affect the human world or human lands. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, and knowing that her family was alone, what were you thinking if you were her? Like, what would you be thinking in that situation? I mean, I feel like I would still be in the same mindset of I got to get out of here. And well, but I kind of like get out of here to what? If the blight's coming, then it's coming. Yeah. But I also, I think, would just want to know more about what it is. So I might have been asking more questions about what the blight was because I feel like she she did ask some questions, but then just settled for, okay, it's attacking Prithian. Eventually, it'll attack mortally. And she found out that it probably will spread over there is what they said. But yeah, I would want to know, does that affect farming? Does that affect sicknesses? Yeah. What is that? That's true. She didn't what? really need a lot of detail. She kind of just like accepted it at face value and kind mm-hmm. of went back to the, okay, well, I need to get back there. Which also I was like, good for you for being brave. But at the same time, I was kind of like, what are you going to do against this? Like, yeah, 
your one human right <laughs> like, i mean she's strong and has is smart and like has was smart when it comes to like hunting and everything and like yeah has a like great ability but mm -hmm. if this is something that's like causing the high lord of the spring court to be like weakened supposed, okay i don't know if you mentioned this the high lord of the the high lords there's how many courts are there seven. eight seven seven they're the most powerful in all the land and yeah. so if that's affecting him so badly exactly. that he can't even protect his land, then how much more are you going to be defenseless when it comes to the mortal lands? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, that was my thoughts exactly. But she does learn about like, they just, someone keeps referring to the, like she, this woman, her, like they keep talking about this like unnamed lady mm -hmm. that, and she is curious about that, which I was also obviously intrigued by. I wanted to learn more about, um, yeah. Uh, but then, I mean, then during this time, she she paints. They kind of touch on this. And now she's never really had time or money to paint growing up. Yeah. Um, or at least post losing her family's fortune. Um, and so she has, like, nothing but time here. She doesn't have to hunt and <laughs> feed anyone mm -hmm. here. There's more food than she's ever seen. Um, yeah. She has, like, a lot more time to, like, actually, like, relax I, and paint. I really liked how the author sjm takes chunks of time for people yeah. to kind of get settled like i feel like in so many books it's here's the next scene the next scene the next scene it's all action 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 but yeah. she really draws out okay she's settling in she's had a few days to go down to the library and try to write letters to her family she's had some time to look mm -hmm. at the maps and explore she's had time to she went out with lucian and is hunting with him and just kind of yeah. getting to know him so it, she gives a good amount of hey, there's been time for her to get adjusted and then relationships start growing with friendships with Lucian and maybe a little more with Tamlin, which also I did not expect because once again- I did. It was Beauty and the Beast. No, but I'm telling you the way I pictured him and then did not pay attention <laughs> to the description. I'm thinking he's a fatherly figure this whole time and that he's like taking her under his wing. His wings. So when it's like, oh, oh they gross. started getting close, I was like, huh. Hey, right. I, I know. I went back and had to read the description of him and that he's a very attractive high lord. Non-father like, figure. Babe. Yes. So the whole time I'm like, Dis disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like that it was a slow burn between yeah. them. But I, I, going back to what you said, like, I agree. I really like that. I liked how much inner dialogue Feyre has. Like, yeah. you really get to understand how her mind works and, mm -hmm. like, what makes her tick and all that because there's just so much of the internal and I, I mean this is kind of a theme I think throughout the books all of them I mean I know it, it touches on it more than others and some than others but like men the mental health like the like the asp like the thoughts and everything behind that mm -hmm. I feel like there's a huge um excellent I'm not I, I can't think of the words but like there's a big like um emphasis on that Yes. And kind of like the how like other people can help you, but ultimately you are the one to kind of like have to make these decisions. Yeah. And no, have that's to, a really good point that I've you you definitely need to lean on other people and mm -hmm. like you support is absolutely necessary and stuff, but at the end of the day, like you're the only one who can pull yourself out from it. Mm -hmm. Um and I felt like she approached it really delicately and really well. Like in yeah. a way that it's not like well, it's on you if you don't do it, huh? kind of. Because that's, I mean, ultimately that's not the truth either. But like, there's some sense of responsibility that you have to take for mm -hmm. yourself too. And I feel like all the characters do that in a really, yeah, relatable way. That's a really good point. I really never thought of that, but that is a very common theme throughout all yeah. of the books that yeah. she's written. Is specifically often, the last one. Yeah, often a character is struggling with mental health, and it's not a super clean. Oh, yeah. you fell in love and you feel better now, but it's exactly. a constant battle of up and down and they'll, they'll be yeah. doing great. And then they go right back down to, I'm not in a good headspace. So I think yeah. that's a good point. Agreed. Well, I was my point, but <laughs> agreed. <laughs> agreed with me. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, then like you kind of touched on, like they start Feyre and Lucian and Tamlin, all of them, they start getting more comfortable with each other and like becoming friendly. Um, they show her like the really cool spots in the spring court and it's mm -hmm. i mean man the way that they're she's writing about these places i am so jealous that i don't get to visit them <laughs> like i'm okay i'm pretty sure 
and I'm just, hear me out. A lot of these places <laughs> exist in Europe. Just hear me out. To some extent, I'm sure. The way they explain, I'll probably get into this in the future podcasts because it has to do more with other settings, but the way they explain like the spring court and it no. just sounds like the English countryside. Tell I me pictured, I'm wrong. Oh, you're wrong. Cause I pictured more like French countryside. <laughs> same, same, but different. Oh, if anyone is listening to this, you are going to get ripped <laughs> to shreds. Anyone from Europe, please listen and rip Ellie to shreds in the comments. Ripper to ribbons. <laughs> it's just our, it's just our immediate families. <laughs> <laughs> For now. For oh, now. All right. No, I, it is very different. The, I mean, English. I picture English and like Irish and Scottish countrysides to be a lot more, a lot like more similar. But French is more. I don't know. Exquisite. All right. I'll look it up. I'll come back. I'll re- I'll report back next time. Yeah. Ellie messed up the next time. <laughs> A little segment. What did yes. I say wrong? Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I'm sure I'll have lots of those too. Anyways. Oh, I thought you meant for me. I was like, I'm signing off. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> the Lamb uh, podcast because Ellie is no more. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. Moving forward. So, how did you feel? And I know we'll explain what this is in a second, just in case. But how did you feel about the whole Cal and Mai scene? Spicy. <laughs> it was. <laughs> There's such a spice in the book. I, yeah. I feel it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was just a touch. Just a little taste. Just a wee. It was really good. Because you yeah. feel this tension building between Feyre and Tamlin as he's taking her around and they're exploring uh, this the spring court. And they're just... Oh exploring all these really beautiful places and sitting really close to each other, but nothing happens. And you're like, Hmm, slow burn. But Calamai, I feel like is where it really took off. So Calamai is, um, a celebration where the high Lord has to do it in order to, (laughs) with just a female, with yeah, with just I think it's like anybody that so he basically transforms. Well, because a bunch of people like offer themselves to him. Yeah, he transforms yeah. into his beast form, and then it's like whoever. No, it's not. It's not his beast pig. form. It's just yeah. his like beast. I think mindset mentality. Of, you're right. Yes, you're right. but it's still like him as a full male person. But uh, he has to pick someone, and then they go at it, and then that magic that's generated from lasts him for a year. Yeah, last that gives like the crops what they need to grow and the magic to make the whole place springy for the entire year. Springy. (laughs) I think that's exactly how they describe it in the book. Yeah. Um, (laughs) This is Cal and Mai, do it for springy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, I I will say, because I I mean, I know I mentioned this in the beginning of the book, I was kind of like, what's going on when they're explaining like all the fae and everything and then it Uh got a lot more normal to me even though they're in prithian and like but it just still felt like okay they look more like humans now it's obviously a budding romance like i can relate to that and then Mm -hmm. i felt like i got like slapped in the face when they're talking about cal and mai and then like yeah he's gonna have to do it and they're gonna be like a ravage and there's fire and it's to generate magic i was kind of like oh I was reminded huh? what I was reading again, I think, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, like, it was cool to, like, learn about it and everything. But I do feel like that was – it kind of got me again a little bit. I was uh, very quickly brought back into, like, the fantasy aspect of this book. Yeah. Um, and I – but, however, like, the whole – I didn't understand how, because I felt like Tamlin was, like, really starting to open up. And then they started talking about Cal and Mai, and then he was like, you can't go. Just like stay home, lock your door, don't mm-hmm. even look at me. Like, and I'm just like, why are you being so weird? Well, and they like, don't they don't tell her at first what goes on at Calamai. It's just, hey, there's it's, a ceremony. It's just, don't, don't go. go. Well, mm-hmm. and exactly. And like at this point, I feel like I can relate to Feyre more because they've like explained her personality and everything. And I too would be like, don't go. <laughs> okay. Like, mm-hmm. you're not gonna tell me what's gonna happen, and you're gonna tell me to just stay in my room not gonna happen buddy boy like right i need to know just then just tell me if you don't want me to go like <laughs> um i actually feel like i probably would have pushed on it a little bit more though than she did perhaps i feel like i actually would be the opposite if someone 
who is not human and I'm in not a human area is telling me don't go, I'd be like, you got it. You know what? That's Stay true. Put. I think we didn't mention this, but like <laughs> after her experiences with like the bogey and the Naga and like all that, like the things that try to kill her and everything. Yeah. The things that Tamlin probably- can't protect her from because of the blight. Yeah, you're probably right. I probably would have been like, fine, I'm not happy about it, but I'll stay here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, we never mentioned this, and this is important. Um, everyone in the spring court is stuck in masks. Oh, yes. Like masquerade masks because of the blight that's affecting well, we his magic. We don't know that yet. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Oh, we just know that it. Oh, that's true. We just know that it's stuck on their face because of. Because of the blight. Because, so his right. magic is affected. They can't get it. Yeah, they All have right. to. Melissa said things wrong already. <laughs> one and one. Two tallies. Okay. <clears throat> we should have a competition each episode. Loser has to... We'll figure something out. Loser has to do something then at the beginning of the next one. Oh, okay. I love it. Like impractical jokers. Yes, okay. exactly. Um, um, okay, anyways. Um, yeah, so... But then obviously... Farrah's Farrah. She sneaks out. She goes and sees everything. And then she gets cornered by the three creatures that are like hey he gets to have some fun we want to have some fun and she yeah <laughs> three despite- fae who are just all about against someone's will again all yes. about being against someone's will yeah yep. and so she pushes them off of her and that all of a sudden they like their faces like they go white they're like, yeah and then she feels someone put her her arm around her who did you think that it was going to be? I assumed it would be Tamlin. I think <laughs> like at that Tamlin. point. Yeah, definitely um, not Lucian because I feel like Lucian comes off as more of like a scrawny henchman who's not yeah, very intimidating. Not scr- yeah, not. I mean, I feel like he comes off more as like the wits in Tamlin's the brawn. Not that Tamlin isn't <laughs> smart, but that's kind of the yeah. gist that I got. Sure. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I didn't think it was Lucian either, but I'm like, well, she knows two people, so it has to be one of these two. <laughs> yeah. Um. So but when but she the, looks, it's someone she's never seen before, but she describes, she describes him. As the most attractive man, male, she's ever seen. So when she said that, she I was like, though, I think. disrespectful. Because obviously you have something going on with Tamlin. How are you going to say this guy is the most attractive man you've ever seen? I mean, I agree. I was like, this feels I was I, I was more like, why did she add this in? Because, I mean people aren't blind you can love someone and think that someone else is more attractive mm-hmm. like that's not that's just rude if you're gonna you'd be lying it's just to people rude. at that point no <laughs> i mean it's rude to lie to your like partner but if you are gonna say you are the most attractive person when that's realistically probably not true <laughs> yeah. i don't know anyways um i didn't think it was rude like for tamlin i just was like this felt unnecessary like other yeah. than to just explain that he's good looking but i felt like the author could have done it differently. No, so I felt weird 100%. about reading it. That's exactly but, what I thought. I thought she could have said like he was a very attractive male. He was yeah, like you know, and described him from her point of view. Like, but why most they- attractive. I was like, I know, I was so like, disrespectful. Wow. Well, but then they also explain <laughs> that he has like dark black hair, like violet eyes and stuff. And in my head, I'm like, he doesn't sound as good looking as <laughs> just based on the description. <laughs> um, and like super like black suit, really like clean cut. Mm-hmm. Um. But then, I mean, these, they're, like, terrified of him. And, gosh, I don't remember. What does he say to them? He says, there Oh, I've been are. looking, I've been I've been looking, looking for, for you. you. That's, I can't believe I didn't remember that. Oh, now I do. Uh, and she just plays along. She's like, ha yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he, like, flirts with her, but she's Well, she rejecting. tells the other ones to get lost, and they scram. He does, yeah. And then yeah. and then he's flirting with her. He wants to know more about where she's from. She's she lies. She says she's with her, I think, girlfriends or something like that. And ultimately rejects his advances. And they're look- like, oh, and they're looking for me, so I should probably go. <laughs> yeah. So she heads off. Then Lucian sees her and he is pissed and shocked. <laughs> and he's like, You should not be here. He brings her back to the manor immediately. And he's yeah. like, this is going to fall on me if Tamlin sees you here. So then that's when he tells her to, like, go in your room, lock your door, and, like, do not come out no matter what. Do not what. come back out. Yeah. So, okay. But here's my thing. Even after this, she's still, like, rolling her eyes, like, fine. I'm like, you just almost got, like, taken advantage of, and you're not going to listen to him seriously now? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, 
but I digress. So she does begrudgingly. And then yeah. he's like, you know, I'm a little hungry. I want a snacky snack. So she decides to walk down to the kitchen. Yeah. Well, and prior Take to that, away. I think Lucian explains. No, you're going to leave this scene to me. I think Lucian explains uh, what happens at Calamai. So that's when she learns that, like, Tamlin is with another. Busy. Which, which gives the reader, I feel like, jealousy, which is really interesting that she pulled that kind of emotion out yeah. of me while I'm reading, which I liked because that's it's not oh. often that a book will make you feel. It's just, it's good writing. It is. Yeah. Um, and so he tell Lucian tells Pharaoh Tamlin's not gonna be acting like himself. She goes to her room, um, like he says, but then you like what you said, she gets hungry. So she goes to find a little a snack, midnight snack. A little midnight snack snack. And Tamlin sees her there and he was like, I smelled you. <laughs> okay. So I don't know this scene, the way it unfolded in my mind. I don't know. I mean, I guess you kind of brought this up too. I also, I know he's not blonde, but I picture Tamlin as being Sam, the guy who plays Jamie in Outlander. <laughs> That's just, I was watching Outlander right before. Oh, really? Yes, I told you this. I was watching Outlander right before I started reading this, these books. Mm-hmm. He was, it was fresh in my mind. And I feel like in the later seasons <laughs> of Outlander, his hair gets more blonde as it gets longer, mm-hmm. just lighter. So anyways, that's who I picture. So I'm picturing almost like a scene from Outlander, even though they're, I'm picturing like inside like the French like house that they lived in in that like the third season or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's dark. There's lightning in my head, even though there's not lightning in <laughs> the actual writing. And he's just standing at the end of the hallway, <laughs> like staring. You can just see like the whites of his eyes. <laughs> and like a shadowy figure. <laughs> And he, yeah, and then he goes, I smelled you. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, hey, I was just hungry. Um, And so he, I think he was like, I don't remember what happened. He, was, like, he says, no, I he, wanted you, but it made no, me take yeah, another. Like, you should have stayed in your room. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I, I was looking you. for you, but it yeah. made me take another. And she, so he's like covered in paint. She's seeing like all the smear marks from, oh, what if my His mom friend. listens to this? I don't want to keep going. <laughs> my mom's read this. Shout out to Sean. Uh, I got her to read it. <laughs> so basically he corners her against a wall and then he bites her neck and she's like, Mm-mm, don't like and it. And pushes him off. Yeah, like. pushes him off, goes back up to her room and she's like, okay. So <laughs> And it's almost like, oh my God, like, like what just happened? <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're like, does she like it? Does she not? I don't know. But then she, she goes. Like, it seems like she does, but she doesn't want to give him the satisfaction of it. So she acts Exactly. She's it. prideful. For sure. Yeah. It's like a fake pride. Yeah. Um, so then the next day she gets really petty. She wears something that's like low cut not on low her Not low cut, but I mean just neckline. like something to where this yeah. part is exposed. And just walks down and sits at the breakfast table in front of Tamlin and Lucian. It's just like, hmm, <laughs> like, huh, wonder what happened here. and uh he or lucian's like what the heck happened to your neck and she's like why don't you ask him tamlin yeah yeah and i think he didn't apologize at first yeah so she left the table and they were both being prideful but then the next day he apologized um i might have to add a second tally to mine but i'm pretty sure they like he does feel bad but doesn't say anything and so that makes her angry so she kind of like picks a fight I think. And then they get, they both are irritated with each other at that point. Yeah. Might be. Yeah. It was kind of more minor in my head. So but then they apologize. Yeah. It was it, obviously it's not a big deal, but then they apologize, they apologize and get over it. Yeah. And then she goes back to paint some more in her room. Oh no. He gets mad at her for going in the first place and like being out. That would make that's sense. That's what it is. I'm uh, sorry. Anyways. And yeah. And then she goes and paints some more and that's pretty much where this one ends. Half the book done. Kind of, not even quite half. Yeah. But most of it. This is like the be- all of the setting. The rest, the second book is like the action. This is like all of the setting, setting of the Like series. I said, first half is discipline. Second half is yeah. just pure enjoyment. I wish there was so much more details that I wanted, like wish we could have gone over if we I had know. like eight hours to just talk about this book. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But, um, that just gives all the listeners reason to go read it because we barely scratched the surface. I feel like we give you a little gist, but there's a reason that this we is give you a little so good midnight snacky snack. <laughs> and if you want to get bit in the neck, you have to read the rest of it. <laughs> um, do you have questions you want to ask? Yes, I do. 
I mean, I guess we've kind of already been asking questions, but yeah. Um, all right. Who is your favorite character in the book so far? Absolutely. Tamlin at this yeah, point. 100%. Mm-hmm. I actually also really liked Lucian. Yeah. I think he provided like a little bit of comedic relief and yeah. I tend to gravitate th- towards those characters. So I also really enjoyed like all the scenes that he was in. For sure. I've seen though, a lot of people on the kick of Feyre should have ended up with Lucian. No, and that's such 1000%. an unpopular thought. But I mean, even to the end of the series, they're like, Feyre should have ended up with Lucian. And no, I'm I like, know. I really like no. how their friendship progresses. Yeah. Their friendship um, is good. It, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I obviously, just <clears throat> as with reality, every like, there's rocky parts of it and stuff. I don't know. I just feel like... <sighs> I can't, I don't know. I can't go too far into this without like ruining like the third, like multiple books, but um, maybe we'll touch on, I'll try and remember. I probably won't. I'll try and remember to like bring this back after we've talked about more, more of the books. Okay. So jumping into another question, this book is loosely based on the plot of Beauty and the Beast. Did you find this helpful to get into the story? Yeah, I really like retellings um, of fairy tales. So I thought it was cute. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, it took me again, still a few <laughs> chapters to get into it because the Beauty and the Beast theme doesn't like stand out and like right away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, I don't feel like it really comes into play until she ends up in Prithian. But um, once I was there, I liked it, but I remember texting you and be like, Ellie, this is just Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, <laughs> like, I remember that. Um, but like again, this was before I even understood the hype around the books. Like I didn't know anything. This was before my algorithm on Instagram was pushing book talk. Like I didn't <laughs> know that that was like so I mean it was pretty obvious, but I didn't realize that that was like yeah. so commonly known about it. Um, so I <laughs> I'm gonna be admitting something really stupid i was kind of like had a chip on my shoulder i'm like look at me making connections (laughs) (laughs) but it's so obvious at the same time that's Um, okay um yeah so it did help me though whoa what (laughs) okay sorry go ahead no i'm i'm adding to this so lucian is absolutely he's lumiere he's lumiere with a whirly eye and that i think alice is cogsworth I picture Alice as the dresser in the wardrobe. Yeah, the wardrobe. Yeah, she's like a mix because I feel like she's kind of like the wardrobe is like warm and friendly, and Alice isn't quite that. I feel like she has That's more true. of like a Cogsworth attitude, but That's true. she is obviously like more, uh, I guess you're right, she's more of the wardrobe. Um, that was uh, the extent of all the yeah. That's, that's all though. the characters. So. <laughs> There's not very many of them in the beginning. Um, yeah. I, but yeah, I feel like it, it, like, I was already into it at that point. So I liked it because there was like a familiar aspect. But my favorite part of the book is the second half, which has nothing to do with Beauty and the Beast. So yeah, yeah. for me, it like, it it didn't really make any difference. I think I would have liked it just as much if it hadn't have been so similar. Sure. Because I was already invested at that point once like the connection was kind of made. All right. I'm going to ask you the next question. What was your favorite quote from these chapters? And I guess this is our last and final question. So yeah. no um, pressure. Favorite, no pressure. My favorite quote, which we hadn't, we didn't get to talk about this. So just to set the scene, there was one part in the book where Tamlin had been gone. He was trying to fight one of the creatures that were in, uh, being able to cross the borders. And he comes back carrying another fae. Um, who was I, I'm pretty sure he was like all blue like didn't look anything like the people of the spring court mm-hmm. uh, and he's just like bleeding and like clearly in pain and he sets him on the table in their like dining room and he originally had wings but at this point did not have wings and she kept just saying she took my wings she took my wings like over and over again and I really liked this point because this was the first point in the book where I felt like Feyre wasn't didn't have the fact that she's a human in the back of her mind. This Mm -hmm. is like the breaking point between yes, I'm different, but we are all, we're all just creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're all just trying to survive like Mm -hmm. at this point. Um, And so I felt like there was like a, and I think Tamlin saw that in her too. So this was kind of like the softest moment of her 
at the, uh, thus far in the book. Yeah. And I felt like it was created a really big impact on obviously their relationship going forward, but just kind of like your understanding of her. And I feel like I really started to like her more. But so with that being the scene, um, there's this quote, uh, he died, the fairy dies because he's just like, they can't stop the bleeding and Tamlin's magic isn't strong enough to heal him mm-hmm. because of the blight. So fairy um, takes his hand and like is with yeah. him while he dies. Yep. And then Tamlin asks her like why he did that. And she says, because I wouldn't want to die alone. Um, I said, as my voice wobbled and looked at Tamlin again, forcing myself to meet his stare because I'd want someone to hold my hand until the end. And a while after that, that's something everyone deserves human or fairy. And I was like, oof, that got me. Cause I also was like one of the first handful of times where she actually meets his stare, like looks at him and speaks to him mm-hmm. too. Like she talks to him and stuff, but she's still kind of nervous and everything. I don't know that that was like a really big turning point for me. And like, a shift in the book in this mm-hmm. this story yeah so that's my favorite quote that's a good one i loved it awesome well all right um that is the end of our very first podcast if you share our podcast on instagram we'll shout you out on the next one uh-huh or three Maybe. from now we're recording a little ahead of time <laughs> but uh We'll Your name will be brought up once so, at, <laughs> at some, some point. point. So keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, uh, like, subscribe, comment, let us know. Um, we're going to, moving forward, we'll be having, or will we be like posting the, the questions that we're going to be talking about? Um, we could. On, yeah. Online. We might know. not. We could. We're figuring it out. So you might see We're, that. Yeah, we're might still not. learning. <laughs> That's our thought. Um, so that you guys can like come prepared. So this is, feels like more of a book club i guess mm-hmm. don't forget to like subscribe um keep listening share it with your friends we will be back with another episode for the second half of this book and then we will be continuing throughout the rest of the akatar series mm-hmm. all right have a good week see you later bye